Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network. Yeah. 
but I I know a lot of, I know a lot of people I've been doing readings for have also said they're having sleepless nights and a lot of them are having that sense of there's something coming and I feel anxious but I don't know what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a lot of change, a lot of good change, a lot of change for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. But there's some big coming. I will give you that. I think by the time time changes, we're going to be a little upset. I think we're going to be a little more than trying to figure out what to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but no, I've noticed the psychic flu going around. I've noticed it's like really... This is what we're doing. Like, you know, I, you know, can't I be sick by myself? Why do y'all have to come gang in on me? I have enough well, trouble trying yeah. to type in, feel better, plus some prayers. Must let us see the thing yeah. and go, oh, crap. All of us are got it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because when people are coming into the shop, it's like a parade of, hi, how you doing? Ugh, don't ask. <laughs> it's like, right. okay, I'm going to sit and hide back here. You just let me know when things are better, closer to normal. So Right. <laughs> Have you had and any... Go ahead. No, have I had any what, honey? Well, I was. <clears throat> what I also noticed is people are telling me they're kind of forgetful lately. I didn't know if you had any uh, things like that. Or another thing is a lot of people are saying their electronics are still going wonky, even though mm-hmm. Mercury retrograde quit. Right. Well, you know, computers don't straighten themselves up or electronics don't straighten themselves up just because, you know, the, it, you know, Mercury goes wrong tree. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, the, Mercury does kind of show when it needs to be repaired, and, you know, you can either choose to or not. Okay. So, so yeah. you think throwing out you think throwing it out the window doesn't equate to being it, having it repaired? Because I've got no, throwing really out the window just means lately. that you go shopping. Yeah, <laughs> having it repaired, you bring it to Joe and you say, "Make it work." <laughs> or you know, yeah. my latest one is, I have an IT husband for a reason. He can freaking fix it. Here, fix this. <laughs> he got tired of me doing that, so he started replacing my stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm almost thinking we're getting to the point uh in the shop that we want to put a picture of Joe up on the wall as employee tech of the year cuz he, oh. he uh he, I think we're all going to keep him really busy. Yes. By we the way, all keep have him you... busy. <laughs> I was going to ask if, um, have you heard about this phenomenon where uh, either Alexa or Echo 
starts talking by itself, like it turns itself on or something? Or Once your phone? In a while. I know I. Okay. It, has um, it ever recorded? It never records. I've I've had this. You know, we have Alexis in every room. There's one even in my car. Once in a while, she'll say something, but it's because she thinks she heard me say her name. Right. Well, I know, like, at it, it, uh, certain times, I'd have my phone in my purse, and all of a sudden, the Australian guy goes, could you repeat that, or... Um, Mm-hmm. I'm How sorry, I don't I help quite you? understand. Yeah. yeah. Now, he does that with me anyway. I don't know if it's the Buffalo accent, but sometimes I have to repeat myself 70 times just to say, where is the nearest McDonald's? And sometimes they don't get it. Right. Um, but, no, I he got me the the um she auto for my Buick because of course it doesn't come with GPS or anything, um, uh-huh. and I kind of like her in there, but I don't. Uh-huh. And that's more so because she doesn't do everything I want. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, at least uh, you know I know with me. I'm glad they took out the option where they say you need to make an U-turn immediately and then <laughs> and then recalculating route cuz I right. I think for for years I thought my whole trip was recalculating route. <laughs> I love when they say please return to the route when I'm when I think I'm following their instructions. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, no, I guess I'm off the grid now, and I am flying solo, and I am terrified. Yeah. Um, I, me and she – me and – well, me and Google don't agree a lot of times because mm-hmm. Joe is a faithful user of GPS. I think he mm-hmm. uses it even, you know, when to go to Kroger's. Yes. <laughs> But yes, I do. There he is. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Apparently, the studio computer decided to take a crap on the latest Windows update. It had been working fine. Don't know what happened. But yes, I will use GPS for everything for the sole reason. I like to free thought while I'm driving. Yes, even to Kroger, which is like <laughs> two blocks from us. But I will, I, I free thought, and then somewhere in there, it's like, huh, I seem to be 30 miles away from my intended destination. <laughs> oh, so for you, it's a babysitting device. Yes, yes. I, I drive like an old man with Alzheimer's. <laughs> It's the left brain. That's all it is. You're just exactly. I just I too much info. Ah, 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 ah. 
Well, I know one time I took GPS when I was driving the wild and woolly and wonderful back roads of West Virginia, and the Australian guy said, if you take this route, you can save 15 minutes on your drive. Uh, Do you want to proceed? And I, I thought, sure, I'm game. Well, that was the most terrifying 15 minutes of my life because I don't know who in West Virginia came up with the concept of we should have single-lane dirt roads through winding uh, forests that are deep and mysterious and past places that time forgot. And I thought, if I end up disappearing, no one will know what happened to me. Okay, has no one – got to pause you right there. Has no one explained to you navigating West Virginia? There are always three routes to your destination. (laughs) No, no one uh, sat me down and and told me the facts of life of driving in West Virginia. So please, please enlighten me. Okay, well, the quick, dirty version is there are three ways to get everywhere. There's the way that you want to go. There's the way you can go. And there's, well, it'll get you there. It sounds like you got nabbed with, well, it'll get you there. (laughs) And the other thing is, in West Virginia, our roads were not sit down and designed out by city planners or, you know, architects or any of those lovely people that are in charge of creating roads. No. Mm-hmm. Ours were started off by the Native Americans and then mm-hmm. proceeded to be done with wagon and horse. Most of them still can be navigated by wagon and horse. The ones that have uh-huh. now moved to two-lane has been created by two-lane because someone decided they want to take a car down there. Well, so, I will tell yeah, you. will find a lot of huh? I mean, there there is no such thing as a shoulder. I've noticed that, nope. too. It's like... You you will slide off to your demise into a ditch. And, I mean, I drive a little itty-bitty Kia Soul, and I know you guys, too, do, too. And I was looking to purchase a, what I will call in quote-unquote, rustic home in uh, the backwoods area. And it was on a one-way road. And here I'm thinking, well, let's just assume that even though this is a one-lane road, there is an unwritten law that it can only be in a one-way direction. I said that to make myself feel better. I um, Uh I, I thought, okay, um, I will just believe this just to get to this place. And um, I actually passed a truck at one point, and the truck was three times the size of my itty-bitty little uh, Kia Soul, and I thought, he's going to crush me. 
I think he's going to go over me in monster truck fashion, and I will be a skid mark on the road of life where he passed. And and I, it's like, what do you do? Because if if anybody's like me, I have terrible depth perception backing up, and I thought uh-huh. I will die. I will die this day, and it'll be right here. So no, I I just it, you know you done well, you done well. <laughs> um, normally, if they drive a big truck, they have to learn to get around you. Uh, it's not you that's the issue, because you know our sister-in-law drives a huge truck, um, and but she knows how to put that thing in different places that she'd never think about. Oh, wow. absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, for fun, we should take her down to Thurman to the bridge. Oh, yes. Oh, let's we go. Need to, <laughs> I need to kidnap, we need to kidnap Amanda for a weekend. Oh, yeah. That would oh, yeah. be really it would be amazing. Cool. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. for it. Just, just make sure that somehow I get some sort of uh, – nervous system numbing agent in my bloodstream before we do anything really interesting because I don't think you want to see me openly sobbing I it's not a pretty look for me I cry really ugly <laughs> okay so what I'm hearing is what I'm hearing is I need to contact the nephew with a still okay <laughs> <laughs> no, because that I I understand that that is like pure alcohol that could send me to the other side without directions. Am I correct? Oh no, he's better than that, honey. Oh it's really? Delicious. It won't send you to the other side without directions. You'll go over to the other side and come back with Elvis. Oh, will I? Okay. All right. Well, you know, you haven't lived until you've come back with Elvis, so maybe we give this a shot. But, oh, you guys want to take me on an adventure? I will go. I will go. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that you'd have fun down at Thurman. We do. Some, I've already done a ghost tour at Thurman. It's up on my YouTube page. But, no, take you down to Thurman. Um, There's a few other places I wouldn't mind taking and dropping you in and letting you explore it for the fun of it. Um, And I just think it would be great to get someone that isn't from here. Because, you know, I lose sight a lot of times of, yeah, it's Thurman. Yeah, it's a haunted ghost town. And give me something new. Um, I know, uh, you know, and take her down 61 um, and actually bring her home the way of 61. That way she can really see what one-sided roads look like. Well, yeah, but we can also take her uh, into Mercer County on the back road. Is that where that... That's fine, but I have to go by the ammo shop. Okay, is that where they have that abandoned uh, amusement park that's haunted? 
I think that's one of the oh, major attractions of Mercer County. Yeah. Yeah, Lake Shawnee. Yeah. Um, actually, we would be going past that. Um, but there, there's a fun part in this trip where, well, there's two fun curves on this trip that I, I'm pretty sure we're, we're going to have break the microphone on the dash cam because she's going <laughs> to scream. She's just going to scream. Um, just because, I, like, we're used to these roads. Like, it is a no-brainer thing at this point. We just like, <laughs> we're going to take that third. Um, but no, there are two curves on this road in which you're simultaneously, like, within the span of about five car lengths, you're changing about 15 feet in altitude while doing a almost, um, I would say roughly 170-degree turn. Oh, no, my sorry. God. Um, I got that wrong. Let's see. Hold on. Eh, uh, never mind. I'm not doing angles this evening. It's not working. But, yeah. Wow. It's a very tight, wow. tight, tight turn. Yeah. So, you know, people tend to You know to that, well, wow, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I, could, I could get in touch with my my inner terrified child. Yes. I could do that. I would recommend moving the microphone back at least 50 feet, maybe put it at the front of the uh, hood of the car. Um, uh, I know it's yeah. a little fun. But, yeah, that, well, you know what, though? It would definitely make me into a woman from a from a girl. So maybe I need to do this for my own personal development. That, or you know, maybe you need to do this just to realize what of a weird little state you moved to. Yes, that would also fit. Yes, that would fit as well. But, yeah, uh, yeah I I could do that. You bet. I, you're on. You are on. Um, just make sure we have a nice, good, big package of Depends for, you know, emergencies. And that's it. That's all we need to worry about. Not a problem. That's all we need to worry about. So, guys, you know, we were talking about some of the stuff going on with people. I got a little annoyed, and here's where I get annoyed. And we've talked about this on Mountain Bears. You go to the doctor, oh, you're too big. You go to the doctor, oh, you're too this, oh, you're too that. We, if the Lord knows, we keep hearing and talking about diets and being on diets. Low right. carb, you know, I yeah. do low carb. I do low carb for my sugar. But people always, you know, put this diet, that diet. And all our children are so obese. Really? Yeah. Someone four foot I, five I is so obese. I mean, they can't go and do their own grocery shopping. They don't do their own cooking. And if they are, you know, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I heard something today, and I about went, what? And I did go, what, for a minute, and I had to replay it. Weight Watchers now has an app for children. You're kidding. As young as eight years old. 
Oh, God. Well, no, that's too young. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Eight-year-olds. Now, if you're like me growing up, you may have started out being big and then you got tall. Then you'd get medium, then you'd grow tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is a little excessive. It is. Because, yeah. you know, um, to me, yes, you can get your kids involved in some sort of activity that would get their blood pumping and their heart rate up. But let them be kids. Uh, this, this is ridiculous. And... I I know I've seen and read that there are girls as young as eight going on diets and worried about their weight and am I fat? And I agree. I think our society over-focuses on, you know, physical, uh, what we would would be considering physical uh, desirability. And and mm-hmm. I personally don't think it's healthy for people to be underweight just to be skinny. I've seen some people that I'm thinking her legs are smaller than my forearms. How is that even possible that she is walking upright, breathing, and functioning normally? And And when I see people that are that... You know, they're anorexic. I'm thinking, I'm surprised a good stiff wind doesn't knock them over. Well, you know, that's not normal comment when I see these little, um, I don't know what to call them. They look like walking skeletons to me. Yeah. And and if you notice, because, you know, we hang around a lot of the same people. Mm -hmm. The little thin ones are always sick. You know, the ones that there don't eat anything except organically mm-hmm. grown tomatoes or organically mm-hmm. grown this, organically grown that. You look at them and go, why are you always sick? You know, this is the healthy. Be- right, exactly. I And I know I've known people who were complete vegans um, and to the point that there there was no eggs, no no dairy products at all. Um, and some people I know were even on raw diets. They wouldn't eat anything cooked. Now, I think for, for maybe a short term, if that's what you want to do, get your body sort of recalibrated. But like you said, as a lifestyle, I have seen – Vegan people that have no body fat, and and as you're saying, if when they get sick, it knocks them on their back, and they cannot get out of bed. Right. And and not only that, it's like germaphobes too. I understand there are a lot of things in this world that are toxic, but if you don't have at least some germs in your life to build up your natural immune system then anything can can knock you on on your butt right and i you so know I, and i always 
think that these parents running around here, and it's normally they have one child, one mm-hmm. little child, that mm-hmm. their Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is covered in to the point that friends don't even want to see another picture. You know, they can't get dirty. They can't go and play out in the mud. You, you know, oh, he ain't, you know, he, no, no, don't get dirty. Right. I always and, think that, they, that there's a problem. They're not going to have a developed immune system. There you go. Yep, yep. Yeah, or if they use Purell after every interaction with other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. I just yeah I I I agree with you. You know, it isn't going to be you know, and please don't put your children on um, Weight Watchers. Yeah, an app that, you know that's designed to look like Snapchat. Yeah, I'm like, what the heck? Can you imagine the emotional damage? Yeah. So we're going to be dealing with 15 years. Yeah. Well, I bet the rise in food problems. Well, and just to point out that studies have shown some of the biggest uh, factors in weight gain or or um, inability to lose weight. Um, in addition to um, going through multiple diets and conditioning your body uh, to metabolize slower um, because it's, it's doing what it's naturally programmed to do, which is, you know, you're going through cycles of feast and famine, so it's more likely to hold right. on weight. Studies mm-hmm. have also shown that when you stress people about their weight, and especially to the point that every time they eat something that's quote-unquote bad for them, and and they're sitting there eating the thing, you know, whatever that may be, and they're consciously feeling guilty over it. Right. Um, Hormonally, what that does is um, because of those stress hormones, um, actually becomes even worse for them. It, right. it becomes almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you were happy and you're excited and, hey, I'm getting ice cream, um, and mm-hmm. that was your only thought, it would be healthier for you than to sit there and go, I'm being really bad and I shouldn't eat this tiny little bowl of ice cream. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you can know, sit there and have a giant milkshake versus a tiny bowl of ice cream, the tiny bowl of ice cream is going to be worse in long-term mm-hmm. effect because of the stress. So you're creating well, that with children. Right. You know, and, and again, these are children that don't do their own food shopping. Yeah. If you don't want your child eating junk food, don't buy it. Right. There was a really good um, documentary film, um, and and some people don't like him, but I think he's had some really good information, so buckle up. I'm going to say Michael Moore. He had a documentary called Where Do We Invade Next? 
And the premise of the of the movie was to go to various other countries to see what they are doing right and what we could bring back to the United States to improve what's here in our situation. And he went to France, and he went to, uh, I think it was an elementary school, and he showed that they were preparing foods, uh, chefs were preparing foods, and every food had a cheese course, and they had vegetables, they had meats, and they ate family style where each of the kids would spoon out for the other children different types of foods that were on the menu. And what the chef was saying is at this age, children's palates are so open to different flavors that they can actually enjoy food better. And it's it's treating food like a it's like a celebration and I saw this in Italy too. When people sit down to eat in Italy, it is an event. It can be on a Monday night after people have worked the second shift uh in the little shop they're working in. But they sit down and for hours they are arguing, talking, laughing, telling jokes and they're enjoying their food as a as a family. And and they do this too when they have a two or three hour break for lunch. They they relax, they enjoy their food, they have wine with their dinner, they have wine with their lunch. And it's not treated as a punishment. And you also have to wonder too what kinds of other elements are put in dietary food to cut out calories but make it taste like people are used to. Whereas, you know, like I said, when they showed the they showed the French children what uh, American kids eat for lunch, and the kids were saying, "What is that? That looks terrible." I feel so mm-hmm. bad for them, and. Mm-hmm. And so Michael Moore at the end said, "Can we, uh, can we uh, declare uh, food from France for the United States?" And all the children said, "Yes." And and that would it would change the whole dynamic of eating, just like you're saying. Yeah. It would make it so much healthier. Well, not only that, but we when we were looking for food. Well, I was looking at food. And, you know, there'd be these low-carb optional foods. Mm-hmm. Or low-sugar, low-salt, whatever. The food, the diet food was worse for me than eating the real stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? It, it may not have any nutrients in it. Well, not only did it not have any nutrients, but it had more carbohydrates than what it than what the real stuff does. Ritz crackers was the yeah. worst. They made mm-hmm. it some thin Ritz crackers mm-hmm. um, that looked like chips, could have been chips, 
not about them being chips. Nice substitute for chips. Had more sugar in it than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, like what? Or pizza. <laughs> Two of my worst episodes with sugar and diabetes and my sugar hitting over 400. Was when oh, we wow. Now, we were good. We ordered healthy pizza. We didn't just get pizza of any variety. We ordered very healthy pizza. Um, we ordered a chicken and bacon and ranch pizza with some mm-hmm. veggies on it. We ordered thin crust. Uh, and it's like, okay, so we go researching. Guess what they used as the leaven, as the thing to leaven? What? Barley. Wow. Hmm. And I and it makes you wonder how does the human body process that? Well, it processes it by turning it into sugar. Right. So now hmm. if I want pizza, I order regular pizza and be done with it. Mhm. Well, mm-hmm. and, and here's the thing, too. Psychologically, I mean, I think this applies also to the abstinence belief system and everything else. You know, when you are denied something, it, it it tends to be human nature to overcompensate. So, mm-hmm. it, let's say if you have a, if you choose to have a bland dietary product that you don't enjoy eating, but you're going to force yourself because you got to be good and all this stuff. And let's say you you know, a luscious uh, pan pizza with all the toppings comes crossing your path one day unsuspectingly, and you go, wow, I've got the opportunity to cheat. You're, You're more likely to overeat to compensate for what you felt you didn't get in that other meal. Then, and then if you do right. things in smaller portions and moderation, so you're, it's like it. It's always about doing things in moderation. Don't go overboard. But yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, um, and then on the other side of this, and this is, and I think that's the whole point is instead of forcing things, we're going to moderation. Speaking of that, we're going to have to moderate. We're going to pick this up later. Let's go to break, and when we come back, we're going to be taking your calls. There's a nice (laughs) list going on, so Joe's going to line you up, and me and Amanda will take turns backing out. So we'll be right back. Do you like a little more grrr with your coffee? Then tune in to Mountain Bears here on Blog Talk on Friday nights at 9 p.m. 
for the latest in LGBT topics, current events, and technology. Every Friday night, we'll be here. Join us as the Mountain Bears explore these topics and more. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up, like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Hi, welcome, relax, have a cup of your favorite topics with your host, Aston Knight. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Aston has such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of Java just for you. Hi, I'm Rain. And this is Raven Wind, and we're the Feather and Bone Podcast, two witches talking about everything witchy and nothing at all. We consider ourselves to be energy-based spiritualists, non-traditionalists, and decidedly not Wiccan. Our views on magic and life in general don't align with other pagans in the community, but we have a live-and-let-live outlook on life. So if you want to learn something new while laughing a whole lot, you can find links to our podcast, Facebook page, products, and purchase tarot readings at featherandbone.net. As a busy modern woman, I'm constantly on the go. Having to make multiple stops while I'm out shopping or getting things done just doesn't work for me. That's why I love going to the Crystal Lotus Shop for every one of my metaphysical needs. They have all the basics like stones, candles, sage, plus they carry jewelry, herbs, cards, a variety of unique gifts, and several other items you're probably looking for. Uh Uh-oh, sounds like my husband's old college injury flared up again. That's okay. I can count on the team of healers at the Crystal Lotus to fix him right up. They offer massage, Reiki, Kalamni, as well as other energy modalities, all performed by licensed, highly trained, and gifted practitioners. And while he's being taken care of, I'll sit down and get some guidance by one of their accomplished psychic readers. Oh, and did I mention they do custom orders and have gift certificates as well? They even offer yoga several days a week for all levels of experience. Plus, the last Saturday of every month, they have Psychic Saturday, where they offer discounts on readings as well as many healing sessions. Stop in to meet Shauna and the rest of the family there. They're located at 89 Old Main Plaza in St. Albans, where the Loop Pharmacy used to be. Or give them a call at 304-729-8055. Crystal Lotus, taking the spirit where the body cannot go. You're listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network. Choosing a psychic is hard, and you don't want to waste time finding one that's right for you. 
You've thought about calling into the show, but you want more privacy than that? With services from phone, email, chat, text, and his network availability, you need to check out ASIN's website at asinnight.com. Just a few clicks and you can have your own personal, private psychic reading. On asinnight.com, you can also find out about VIP packages, scheduling parties and events, and signing up for his classes. What are you waiting for? Talk to ASIN today. Oh, hey there. Sorry, we're just wrapping up the planning for Beltane in the Forest 2019. And let me tell you, it's been a struggle trying to figure out where to put all the vendors, performers, and activities. You're coming out on May 19th, right? What's that? You didn't know that you were invited? Bring the kids, spouse, bring everyone. Yes, that's right. Starting at 11.30 a.m., we have adult and children's activities, a barding circle, and of course you know Gypsy Rhythm is going to be there, Coonskin Park in Charleston, West Virginia. Look, I've got to go, but you can find out more on our website, BeltaneInTheForest.org. See you there. All right. And we're back. Yep, we're back. And yes, Beltane and Force 2020 is in plan, and we've took the first step to do that. Yes, it will be a fun day, and Amanda will be there, possibly, yep. you know, trying to hold her head up because, you know, I'm going to be flying around. But, you know, that just <laughs> means that she's got more readings to do. Because mm-hmm. I don't read them on a festival. I'm too lazy because I can't do that and run the festival, and then we haven't ever figured out a way for me to do both. So mm-hmm. it's just easier if I don't read. So this is yeah, how we do definitely. this, guys. <laughs> Go on, Amanda. I was going to say, you've, you had your hands full this last year uh, doing the event. I don't know how anybody could do both. Right. Yeah, um, I've yet to figure it out. Although we did see some lovely technology that is on Asin's Christmas list. And what would to you be did, my own personal PA system. <gasps> Look at you. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you could actually and through the blue- canyon. Yes, and it's Bluetooth enabled, which means I can just put my headset on and be within 30 feet of it. I'd be happy yeah, there. No more cool. run, running up to grab a microphone or waiting for a microphone to be delivered or yelling at the top of my lungs. Mm-hmm. So, guys, this is how we do this. This is how it needs to be done so that we can get you through, get your question answered, and, and get everyone in. Mr. Joe announces your area code. Welcome to the show. Me and Amanda takes turns. We need your name so that we know who we're reading. We need your birth date, including the year, to make the lawyers happy. And we need your question not to be general. If you'd like a general reading, please book a private appointment with one of us, and we can take 45 minutes to figure out which bush you actually are worried about. Until then... You know, we bounce along. Before we begin, please check out Amanda's page. It's Amanda Rizzo's Reading on Facebook. Make Renzi. sure to give her a like. Renzi. Yes. Yes. It's, it's in the episode notes. Please click it, like it, 
describe it, book her. You can book her directly on Facebook. You can also book me directly on Facebook. All right, Mr. Joe, you're the man of the you're the king of the tickets, honey. Line them up. Woo! All right. Well, seven eight six seven eight six. You're on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? My name. Excuse me. Hello, my name is Leslie. My date of birth is December the eighth of nineteen sixty nine, and my question is. Um, I have been kind of working on uh, getting a pay raise with my job, and it seems that um, they're dragging their feet, and I wanted to know um, if, if it's going to be resolved and am I going to get the amount that I am looking for. Well, let me take a look here, honey. You Thank do you. get it, and it also is retroactive. It looks to me, however, it takes them about another three weeks to get it. Um, and it looks to me like it's just getting people to sign off on the paperwork. Okay. Good, good, okay. good. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Enjoy that first big check. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All righty. Well, next up is 551551. You're on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? Hi. My birthday is December 9th, um, 1988. And my question is um, relationships. If you saw um, a romantic relationship coming in for me. Okay, um, hi. So you were you were asking about new relationships coming in, is that correct? Yes. 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 Okay. Um, one thing I'm seeing is keep putting yourself out there and making yourself available to new people. And this may be in areas of interest as opposed to simply social circles. So if there's art openings or events that sound really interesting, I would I would go to them and, and make sure you you wear uh, an outfit that you feel very good about because you're going to be projecting um, confidence and openness. Um, it feels like you're you've been through the ringer as pretty much we all have, and sometimes I think the past comes back to haunt you a little bit and makes you a little bit unsure of yourself. So I would suggest working on seeing yourself in the best light, and that's what you bring forward because they're out there and they are looking for you. So, so don't give up and don't think that the past is going to repeat itself because it is not. Okay. When do you see one coming in? Like, do you have a timeline? I'm seeing something is coming around your uh, the time of your uh, birthday. So I'm seeing something early December. Um, you may meet somebody around Thanksgiving. 
but I think you're going to have some long talks with this person and really get to know them. And I think things are moving rapidly at the very beginning of December. So I, I feel by the time the holidays roll around, you're going to be in a much happier frame of mind. Okay. And do you, um, this quick question, do you pick up any, like, negative, like, energy, like anybody sending negative energy, Marla? Is this about the person you're that's coming in or about the current is, situation you're in? Um, just in general. Just in general, um, like I said, I feel like you've been processing some old relationships and trying to put them into perspective. And sometimes when that's what we're working on, um, it kind of brings a negative energy into our lives because some of those old feelings come up. So that's why I think if you can focus on what what is possible in the future doesn't have to be what happened in the past. I think that's going to shift a lot of the energy around you and it's going to change the dynamic. Okay. Okay. Go okay. get them. Thank you. I just, um, I've been out here, but it's just like, um, I put myself out there, so I'm not sure why. You you don't feel positive? No, I do. I I do. Oh, okay. Well, like I said, I think you know you're you're in transition, and sometimes even when you're saying, "Okay, I'm I'm coming up with my best foot forward," sometimes the past does creep in. And we don't always acknowledge that that's part of the package. So just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep moving forward. Focus on the future. And things are going to work out. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All righty. Well, moving right along, we have 562. 562, you are trying to be on the air. There's 562. What's your Hi. name, date of birth, and your question? Hi, this is Yvonne. Birthday is August 14th. And I have two quick questions. I just want one um, financial for the first question, and I love is love coming into my life for the second question. Okay, what's your financial question, honey? Um, from you financially? Well, you said you had two questions. One of love's coming into your life, and yeah, it is, but I feel like that'll probably be late May of next year is when it's permanent, but it's fixed up here for you meeting them in October. Okay. But what was the other part of the question? Uh, the financial part? I just want a financial reading, like if it's going to get better financially for me in the future. Like, so what month? It does, in late October. Oh, late October. 
and that's more of a career. Yeah, it's more of a career move than. Oh, okay. And you said love's gonna happen in May. Correct. But okay, you'll meet them you in October. Oh, okay. This this year or? Yes. This year, right? Okay. Thank you so much, Asa. You're welcome, honey. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, and next up is 973. 973, you're on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? All right, thank you for having your show. My name is Tina, and my date of birth is 1127. And I would like to ask about my relationship with my boyfriend, Trey. Okay, boy, we have a lot of Sagittarians calling in, don't we? Um, it feels like there's been a need for more open communication uh, between the two of you, um, and I also feel like there's been a willingness on your part to facilitate a closeness in the relationship, and I feel like he's taken his time kind of coming up the the ranks to meet you where you're at. So what I feel is keeping patient with the process. Um, I feel like he's had a lot of setbacks in his life, and some of them have been distractions for him, so he hasn't been able to fully be as fully present in the relationship. But I also feel like there's been a growing growth period on his part and kind of settling down. So I would just say keep keep the lines of communication open. Make sure that you guys are being open with each other. Um, if he's not, you're going to have to work on that part of it because I think he's, he's challenged in, in getting too close to other people. I think he likes to keep sort of a distance in there, and and that's what he has to work through. Oh, okay. Do you see why he's that way? Is he afraid of of opening all the way up? Yes. I think that there's, you know, some of it's programming, you know, if you grow up believing that – being in a committed relationship takes away freedom or takes away a sense of your time is your own and you're in charge. I think he, he's, I hate to say this in in a negative way because I'm not trying to be mean, but it feels like there's a growing up that needs to happen and it has nothing to do with age. It has to do with the attitude of how do you approach a relationship where both people benefit. And I think he is afraid of kind of getting too close, getting hurt, having too much expectation on him that he isn't sure he can live up to. And that's sometimes why people make choices that that keep a distance between themselves and their partner. So he oh, just needs to work develop through that oh but actually he wants us we live at a distance he actually wants us he wants me to move closer 
And I actually, I was the one that was a little afraid. So he says we and includes me and everything. But I guess you're still seeing it inside. Well, keep keep doing what you're doing. Because, I, like I said, I think it's been a process for him to to get close to you. But you will find as you are next to each other, because when you're at a distance, there's a built-in, um, there's less risk in terms of emotional intimacy because there is that physical distance. When you get closer, sometimes psychologically people will push away because they're used to the distance. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if there's a physical distance, that's like building in a spacer. And as you get closer to being together more physically, then suddenly there's a sense of, ooh, okay, this is getting a little too real too fast. So that's why I think he's got to develop the ability to to get close to somebody. Oh, wow. Well, he asked me, did I cheat? Like, he came out with that, so I think he's afraid of that. He said if someone cheats, the relationship right. will never be the same. Yeah, because he's been he's had issues in the past that make it hard for him to get close to people. You see? Yeah. So that's why. That's why I think it's it's a it's a process you're gonna have to work through and as you have the patience to work with him, he will get over his suspicious nature and he'll see that it's safe for him to move forward. Oh, do you see why we came together? Why Spirit brought us together? Well, I think um, I think you both have a lot in common in terms of like intellectual um, capacity. You you both you have good conversations, and your the interests are there. You know, he likes the fact you stimulate him in in conversation because I don't think there's everyone is at his level. And so I I think you guys, there's, I'm sure there's a karmic connection because it's difficult to have long-term relationships without it and long-distance relationships. So there is a real connection there. And I think you're learning from each other. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, and he doesn't have children. Does he want children? I feel like he does once he lets his guard down. And that's coming down the road. I think you guys need to work on how to be together in a more regular pattern. And then you can deal with that later. Yes, absolutely. No, I was just curious about that. Oh, okay. I don't think he's opposed to it, but I, I almost feel like he hasn't gotten that far yet. There's, there's like, I think he may be starting to think about it, but it's not something that he would want to jump on now. Yes, okay, I understand that. Okay, well, do you see, yeah. I mean, but does he trust me or does he think I'm seeing other people? Well, I I think 
again, when I said in the beginning, open communication is the key. You're going to have to get him to understand that in order for the two of you to work together in developing a really great relationship, he needs to be able to talk through his fears with you, and you need to be able to work with him on these because he may be just projecting his insecurity because it's easier to keep people at a distance than allow them the potential to harm him emotionally. So sometimes when people project that, it's they're trying to protect themselves. And maybe he was cheated on in the past. Always a possibility. But you will not be able to move forward in a, in a meaningful way until you guys can work through how you interact with each other, which is what you're doing now. Okay, but I give him a lot of space, so should I wait for him to initiate more? Because he's come forward, like, I want you to move, I want us to be together, you're going to be here with me. So he says all that, so I really just let him go at his own pace. And that's fine, yes. I just think that with him, it's going to be a process of getting closer and closer to you. You know, it's it's one thing to say, I want us to be together, and then when you are together, the reality hits. And then it's how do you deal with the change in dynamic when someone's really close versus there's that built-in distance. And it's just an adjustment. It can be worked through. Oh, great. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. How do we reach you outside of this for reading? Uh, we'll be posting our our uh, contact information on the website. Oh, what's the website? Mm-hmm. You can reach her directly at um, PCS network.com Thank you. Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network.com. Her profile's there. You can reach her directly through it and book her. She's really she done she done you good. Yeah, she is good. <laughs> you both are good. Thank well, you. well, not only that, I gotta hear how this works out. So <laughs> I yeah. hope you do get a hold of me because I'm fascinated. I will tell you that. Thank you. You're fascinating, too. So you both have a great evening. You, too. You too. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Bye. All righty. And a pro tip from Techie Joe. Nothing brings a couple closer together than a project. So 973, go out and buy a 9-volt battery and make that man change that battery and that smoke detector. <laughs> anyway, moving right along... <laughs> Moving right along to 480-480, you are on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? Hi, my name is Tisha. Calling from um, Arizona. I'm sorry, honey. I couldn't understand a word you said. Try that again. My name is Tisha from Arizona. And what's your birthday? 
129. Year? Year? Huh? Yeah, what year? What's the oh, you year said you're listening to date, the date and the date. Yeah, I need the year. Did you say that in the beginning? 77. No, I need the year. Okay, so what's your question? Uh, do you see me find a job soon? You do. It looks to be in about four and a half weeks. I think you've already looked at the company once that you'll have to look at them again. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. All right. Well, moving right along to 415. 415, you're on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? Hi, my name is Annetta, and I was born January 16, 1962. Um, my question is, um, I'm working on uh, several projects with a man named Colin, and I'm wondering if any of the projects will bear fruit as in, you know, pay out well. And I'm talking very well, by the way. Um, so that's that's kind of the question right now. I mean, there's more detail, but that's kind of the question. Okay, Annetta, um, I feel like they're going to bear fruit in a succession. So uh, how many projects total? There's three, and it would make sense that they would be – there's no particular order, but they wouldn't all bear fruit at the same time, I wouldn't think. So. Yes, because it, it feels – well, because it feels like there's one was a short-term payout – um, mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to be wrapping it pretty soon. Um, I feel like it's about 80% completed. Um, and I feel like you're going to be reaching a lot of people with it. Um, mm-hmm. So what I see is short-term completion date, and then it's like a scatter shot where you reach a lot of people with whatever this is. Um, Mm -hmm. I think you're going to get a lot of returns from multiple sources in this. Now, what I'm seeing is with this particular project, it's going to spur smaller, um, like, sub-projects once it's launched, so uh, you're going to get new ideas to develop a whole series or system with this particular, I don't know if it's a device or if it's a platform it's, or it's, if it's an app. It's, it's, a, application. it's, a, law pro, it's a law project. It's a, it's a, it's a trust, okay. trust law. Okay. Because yeah. I, I feel like you're going to brainstorm and see other opportunities to mm-hmm. to continue so I, I see almost like a a network of of other projects that are going to continue to bring bring in good returns. The okay. second project feels more um in a a midterm uh, mid what am I trying to say time frame. Uh mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to wrap within a year uh, it feels like 
instead of spawning a lot of returns or a lot of reaction from various um, entities, it's more you're working with one particular goal in mind, and then once that's done, you're going to get a lump sum uh, that's going to close out the project. And then you have okay. a more long and a more long term project that has several phases. Um, yes. it feels like it's a <laughs> larger it's a larger scope project which is going to require uh input from various outside entities. Um, but it is going that's the one I feel is the is the big the big uh, kahuna. Um, yes. mm-hmm. It's going to get the most uh, attention. It's going to get, uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm even seeing either media attention or there's going to be a lot of articles written about this particular project. And you're going to um, make a name for yourself based on how this one rolls out. Um So patience is required with the third one. I'm seeing a few hiccups where either you're contracting certain parts of it out and you may have to drop one set of contractors and bring in another set, but it's going to end at the time within the scope of of, um, the end date. So you'll still meet the end date, um, and it's actually going to have a better um, a better rollout and a better reception because the quality is going to be higher. Um, mm-hmm. There, one of one or two of your contractors, you need to check their backgrounds because I think they're at risk for folding before the project's completed or they're part of the contract in this project. Um, well, there's no one that I really. Yeah, there's no one I'm really contacting with. There's people that I'm collaborating with for ideas. Okay. But okay. yeah, it's uh, yeah. It it feels uh, like a couple of them. To as contractors. Right. Okay. I, that's I'm calling them contractors because that's what I I am used to with project management that I've done. But it feels like a couple of them need to be vetted more closely because I think there's something going on with them that they're not going to be able to complete their part of it. But whoever Mm -hmm. you bring in in their place is going to work out even better. And the the message I'm getting is um, you are thinking big, especially on the third one. They're saying um, you will be surprised that you will even need to think bigger. And the first one that seems to be more limited in scope is going to bring very surprising returns. Okay. I, I can, that's certainly a possibility with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, is, is there a, a time different, frame on that? The, the first one I'm getting six months, Three to six months um, feels like you're majorly wrapping it up uh, end of year. And then I think around March, there's that's when you're rolling it out and getting a lot of responses. 
The second one feels like June to uh, September, October of the following year. And the last one feels like it's a two-year project, but you're going to meet milestones that are going to either um, spur support and money coming in to, to keep working on it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get buy-in mm-hmm. at certain points to keep it going and be able to develop it further. So so okay. I'd say uh, end of year, first one, uh, by next spring, the second, and the third one is uh, – Probably end end of uh, twenty 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 one ish time frame. Okay. 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 So the the main person I'm working with his name's Colin. Is he okay yes. um, to work with? Okay. And is there a romantic um, thing going to come out of that? Yeah. I think so. Um, I feel like his health, he has to watch his burnout because I, okay. I feel like he's one of these people that thinks he can take on the world. And I feel like he doesn't pay attention to his health. And mm-hmm. I think if you can bring him back down to earth once in a while, that's going to help with the development of a relationship. I think he's throwing so much energy into these projects because he just gets tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Um, is the spark? The spark is there. The spark is absolutely there, but it's not going to be the focus. And you may have to steal him away, like like Asen and Joe are saying they're going to kidnap me. You may have to kidnap him and say, "Let's go take a a nice." ride somewhere and go look at the ocean or the or a lake or something yeah. get him out of that environment well, and clear his it, mind it's tough because he lives on we live on opposite coasts uh, he's it. on the east coast i'm on the I west coast it. literally yeah so okay well yeah. but the thing is you can still skype you could say you go find mm-hmm. a beach on your end. I can go find a beach on my end, and let's talk about it. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Um, I okay. I feel like you guys are going to actually meet somewhere to where you're going to be together more than you know. You know more than you can see now. I I mm-hmm. I feel like you're going to physically uh, be in the same proximity. Mhm. Okay. So yeah, we have been, and sparks definitely flew. Good. But now we're separate, and now it's like I don't know if there's anything that's going to hold because it's just, you know, <laughs> it was very intense. I I understand. Like, oh. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Part of it's part of it is this energy we're in right now. It's hard for anything to solidify. It it's just it's an unsettling energy. But I also think he is going to confide more and more personal stuff with you because he's he's going through some deep stuff right now that he wasn't expecting to, and it's different okay. for him. It's going to bring a different part of him out, and he is going to be a lot more open about about his personal life. 
So I don't oh, that think would be it's going to yeah. be the same. Yeah, it's not going to be mm-hmm. the same dynamic as work. It It is going to change. Okay. All right. And one last right, little thing well, about um, yeah, is uh, there's a house 3334 Goldgate Avenue. Do you see that coming to me? That feels really good to me. Okay. Great. Thank you. It it, it feels like you really resonate there. So, yeah, I I think it does. All right. That would be perfect. Thank you so much. You gave me more than I expected. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Good luck. Thank you. I'll let you know. Bye-bye. All right. Please do. All righty. Well, jumping right along, we have 929-929. You are on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? Hey, this is Lisa. My date of birth is August 12, 1980. Okay. And your question? Okay. So I talked to you about a yeah, I would say about six months ago regarding the move. And since then, well, I didn't rely on intuitive myself, but you you mentioned it to me before I saw it for myself. And you told me that you'd possibly see me going to a townhouse, okay? So now I'm starting to have visions of myself having the money orders in my hand, okay? So I, I definitely want, I, I am definitely starting to look now. Okay, because I know this place is coming up soon. And I just wanted to see, when do you see me moving from where I am? Or when should I start looking for this place? Because I see the money orders in my hand. Oh, I'd I don't start looking now. Okay. No, I'd go ahead and start looking now. Okay. I can start okay. looking now. Okay. Yeah, okay. and I think you'll probably move and by the first of the year. Okay, by by the first of January. Okay. So just yep. start looking now, no right. And do you see, for example, this townhouse, do you see eventually 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 buying it? Or will they offer to or will the owners offer, you know, instead of um, instead of renting it? I think they will offer, they offer you to take it over. The option? Yeah, they'll oh, offer okay. for you to take it All over. Right. All right. So start looking. All right, and I have another question for you. I'm going to start looking mm-hmm. for a job. I see myself a resume in my hand, and I also see myself in the interview suit. Just one. Well, I'm definitely going to start looking now. But do you see me going into a financial, a corporation, anything into finance? It looks to me a larger corporation. Yes. Okay, so I should start going to what some of the top agencies in New York City where I live. Correct. I would look for it. Yes. Okay, so start now. Okay. All right. And do you pick up what kind of company did or anything I should look out for to know that this is the company? They're going to be multi-cultural. Um, um, I also feel like they'll be very large. They'll probably specialize in some sort of Asian influence or Asian direction. Um, okay. And I think that there'll be something that, you know, it'll be highly important if it's something that 
you're able to communicate with or, you know, you, it's more up, you know, they're upper echelon. Okay. All right. So I'm getting my resume together okay, so now. Okay. Sounds excellent. Yeah. If you can, the way I'm looking at it is, you know, um, the opening to the Devil Wears Prada? I'm sorry. When, you know, she's I'm walking sorry. into the big building. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Okay, walking into a great, to a uh, open building. It's a great building, you say? A gray building? Is it called a gray? No, honey. It looks like I'm the sorry, building is the on. one that they okay. use okay, the devil wears okay. Prada. Yeah. Oh, 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 I know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what it looks to be. Ooh, okay. I might have to rent that movie. Okay. Okay. All right. Other than that, I think you're doing good. You're headed in the right direction. Okay. And what else, do you honey? see me getting this job before the new year? Do I say that again? Do you see me getting this job before the new year? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to start looking. All right, that sounds good. Sounds good, Ethan. All right, honey. Thank you. Bye. Anything else? Bye, darlings. Bye. All right. Okay, jumping right along, we have 405. 405, you are on the air. What's your name, date of birth, and your question? Four oh five. Going once. Going twice. Sold to the next show. <laughs> All righty. Well, yeah, we're kind of at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping we could cram one more in. Yeah, I know. You're always trying to get as many in as you can, honey. I know. It's kind of hard. So, Amanda, what classes are you got coming up? Well, I'm going to be teaching uh, Carol of the Magicians class next month, and I have my regularly scheduled crystals, intro to crystals class and my crystal skulls class coming up in September. Um, and I, that's going to keep me really busy. I think all those ones, and, and I know there's going to be other ones in the pipeline, but I haven't finished developing them yet. Right. Well, I thought you were How also about- going to do, um, spooky, creepy, something. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, yes, that, that is true. And Boy, I'll tell you, we're getting a lot of interest. It is Freaky Friday. Um, we that's had it. a supernaturalist. Yes, that's the one you're thinking of. And that's coming up on 
Friday the 13th of September. Do you love it? Uh, we're yes, going to be, I love it dearly. Oh, <laughs> we're going to be talking paranormal investigation and... I, a lot of people walking into the shop have a lot of interesting stories to tell about strange phenomena in their necks of the woods, sometimes literally. So I can't wait to hear these stories. So that's going to be at the Crystal Lotus Shop uh, Friday, September 13th, starting at 6 and going till 8, 7.30. Mm-hmm. To start with, and then who knows? It may become a whole day. We'll see. Now tomorrow night, yeah. if you haven't registered for the <laughs> class, you've missed it. I'm teaching um, astrology 101, and then next, the following Wednesday, I will be teaching um, get your shit together. This is a one of life coaching course <laughs> on how to bring balance back into your life. Um, you can reach me and Amanda at our website, which is. PCSPnetwork.com, uh, all one word. Or you can reach me at aceandnight.com. You can locate Peggy Joe at mysticpcwv.com. So reach out to us, connect with us, and we will be around. And next week I have an author coming in, so we will not be taking calls. But I hope you tune in and listen to her new book. All right, then. Good night, y'all. Good night, Techie Joe. Good night, Amanda. Good night, guys. Good night. Choosing a psychic is hard, and you don't want to waste time finding one that's right for you. You've thought about calling into the show, but you want more privacy than that? With services from phone, email, chat, text, and his network availability, you need to check out Asen's website at asennight.com. Just a few clicks and you can have your own personal, private psychic reading. On asennight.com, you can also find out about VIP packages, scheduling parties and events, and signing up for his classes. What are you waiting for? Talk to Asen today. You're listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network.